Hello, welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Sammy Fishbein. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Sup Podcast is your weekly rundown of everything that's happening in the news explained by our two funniest friends. Which which is us. Yes. (laughs) Okay, let's get through. Okay, I need to record this because like I need a release of my pain and anguish of Mm -hmm. what's been happening the -hmm. past few days. So let's just get through the quick business and then we will get into things. First, we are still doing our email referral system and I don't anticipate it ending anytime soon. You can win prizes by referring your friends to sign up for the SUP newsletter email. All you have to do is go to referral.betches.com, sign up and get a unique link that you can send to your friends to sign up with. And then you can win amazing prizes like stickers, a Michelle Obama pop socket, a wine glass that is portable and says freedom juice, a makeup case that says war paint. I don't need makeup and a Donald Trump themed notebook that says I don't need to write anything down. So just like a great time. Mm-hmm. The second thing is our icons tea with uh, Michelle Kamala Elizabeth and Ruth on it is selling out quick. So there's yeah. a few more left. Go to betches.co slash icons yeah. to get your hands on one. We had to get more order more because they were selling so much. Yeah. So the this is how you show who you support mm-hmm. and we love the tea. It's also, amazing. Also great for the women's marches happening in January. Yeah. So. Gotta get your women's march uniform. And our last piece of business is for those of you who are true crime fans, our not another true crime podcast drops the second half of its first season on Monday, November 19th. So that is a week Ooh. from now. And I love this podcast. Yeah, a it's lot. really fun. They're exploring John Bonet this season. So mm-hmm. get ready. Mm-hmm. All right, Brian. Yes. What is getting you through the week? Trump's America. Well, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is out of the hospital. Praised be. So she fell, broke, cracked three ribs, was in the hospital, then was working out of the hospital. And I was already back to work. At, at, is she at home or is she back in the courts? I think she's, well, she's out of the hospital. She's out of the hospital. Yeah. That's all that matters. And she will be okay. You know, this is just a nice contrast with my what's getting me through the yeah. week, which is the president's weekend in <sighs> France. I mean, you think you'd have, uh, I know. I mean, a weekend in France sounds amazing, but it, it, it was not good for him. <laughs> I mean, it could have been amazing. Yeah. It could have been meaningful I, and inspiring. He literally cannot have a foreign trip without fucking it up. Like really, really badly. It's honestly incredible. So basically just to give you the rundown, there was a, this weekend it was veterans day and there was, um, a, there were a bunch of events celebrating the end of world war one and well, not celebrating commemorating the end of world war one and honoring the soldiers and those who died in battle and those who fought in battle. And there was a little bit of light rain on Saturday Mm -hmm. (laughs) and our dear president didn't attend the ceremonies because of the light rain. Yeah. Um, they claim that it was because of rain and then they claim because it was a, because of logistical complications, but it was barely raining and everyone else went I know. and I they mean, held like, their umbrellas like, like human beings. It's like, how did Trudeau and Merkel and Macron get there? Obviously, you know what I mean? Like there was a way. Yeah, of course there's a way. You're the president. No one's gonna like. I, they will clear the roads for you. I know it's so it's so crazy. Well, then then his spokespeople said like we didn't want to hold up traffic. It's like what? Yeah, you Since do it all the time. When? I you know. You hold up traffic to go to Burger King. I know. Like what's wrong with you? Um. Okay. Then on Sunday, I, then there was an event that he actually did go to mm-hmm. with all the leaders. Putin was there. 
Mm-hmm. He arrived last and his greeting to Trump was literally giving him a thumbs up and a pat on the arm. <laughs> and then Trump did that thing with his coat where he like is asserting his dick size. Uh-huh. Like, you know, where he like kind of adjusts it when yeah. he feels great. And everyone was watching and it was so embarrassing. Well, there's that picture that went viral where you have um, Macron and Merkel and Trump all staring at Putin as he approaches and they're all like grimacing and like serious. And then Trump is like smiling the happiest smile. The only other time he smiled that large was when he met Sergei Kislyak in the yeah. Oval Office. Like mm-hmm. you could do side by sides. So that's the only time he's ever smiled like mm-hmm. that, like a true genuine oh smile. Um, then Emmanuel Macron shaded him in his speech. He's saying that nationalism is not patriotism. Um, and he's, he's saying he basically made a call to reject the selfishness of nations only looking after their own interests because patriotism is exactly the opposite of nationalism. By putting our own interests first with no regard for others, we erase the very thing that a nation holds dearest and the thing that keeps it alive, its moral values. And so when he said this, everyone was like, oh, he's shading Trump. And then people were like, I mean, like, is he or isn't he? Is he just condemning it as a whole? And then he took it a step further and tweeted it and basically solidified the fact that, yes. Well, he'll he knows he'll read it there. This is shit. Exactly. (laughs) He probably wasn't listening because because I remember when um, during the, the G6 or the G7. What, are yeah. we, what number are we at? G, G7. G7. Yeah. Um, and uh, when Macron or maybe it was Trudeau, they were speaking, um, they were speaking in French and he wouldn't even put the he- the translation headphones on to listen to what they were saying. So like, and Macron was giving the speech in French, obviously. So uh, there, he, he's like, I need to make sure I tweet this in English so the president actually sees it. He's such a dick. Honestly, my personal opinion of the situation is that the only reason he even went in the first place is because Putin was there. I think he would have canceled the whole weekend if he wasn't going to be there. Mm -hmm. He needed to speak to his handler. Exactly. (laughs) Maybe Putin ordered him that he go. Yeah. So that he could like make this show of power like this guy's in my pocket. Mm -hmm. Um, But speaking of how the president loves to honor troops, I just wanted to give this a quick mention. We're not going to fully go into it, but he's keeping thousands of troops, I think around between five and 6,000 troops at the border over Thanksgiving yeah. so that they can carry out his caravan stunt mm-hmm. when there is no caravan there. It's costing us millions of dollars. It's a political stunt. The money to me is even less important because they waste money yeah. on bullshit all the That's time. True. It's like, the money is way less important to me than the fact that he is using these people who mm-hmm. sacrifice their lives, literally, yeah. who, sac- who, who sacrifice time with their families, whose kids experience the sacrifices of their parents, and he's keeping them there to not even do anything. I just really hope now that the Democrats have the House, we launch an investigation into this. Like, what is the point of this? There's not enough time for all I the know. investigations that need to be made. I know. There's not enough con- There's not enough Democratic Congress people. And also, today is like the um, like I like observed uh, Veterans Day. Yesterday was Veterans Day, but today it's being observed. He's back in D.C. and he's not leaving the White House. Typically, it's usual for the president to go to Arlington Cemetery and to pay their respects. He's doing nothing. Why he's can't doing he none just? Of that. Why? I don't get it. I just feel like it's just an easy, it's an easy way for him to get like good press and good credit. Like, why is he so stupid? All you have to do is stand there. I know. And it's like, bring a coat, bring an umbrella. It's not even raining. I know, like, but just in case you have one. 
I, You're ready for all options. At, he's he's trying to remember troll the when Hillary Clinton went to the 9/11 memorial with pneumonia and fainted, and people gave her shit about it. Yeah, they're like she's dying, and she's the Democrats dying. and like the Republicans and like all the conservatives and the Trump supporters were all like, oh look 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 at her, and now he won't even fucking stand out in the rain. Yeah. Why can't someone just bribe him with a Big Mac or something? Yeah, he can I know. get it anyway. <laughs> all right, let's move on to our main stories. Our first story is about the California wildfires, which are quite devastating. Yeah. My friend actually, her her house burned down. A lot of people's houses yeah. are burnt. Like this is like a, I, I remember like, cause I used to live in LA and these fires, these fires happen every year, yeah. multiple times and they're get, only getting worse, but it always seemed to be happening in places where they, where people weren't living. Right. And now it seems like climate change is just really fucking terrible and it's going everywhere. Yeah, so there are for two so two hundred fifty thousand people were forced to flee their homes. There's over two hundred people missing and thirty and the the death count is thirty one so far. Um, twenty nine died from the campfire, which is not a campfire, just so you're all yeah, clear. Just it's just called that. Yeah. And two um in the Woolsey fire. And of course, our president got involved. On Saturday, he tweeted, there is no reason for these massive, deadly and costly forest fires in California, except that forest management is so poor. Billions of dollars are given each year with so many lives lost, all because of gross mismanagements of the forest. Remedy now are no more Fed payments. Okay. So this is the first thing he tweeted about it. This like, you know, I'm not even going to do the second ones because they're not real. But exactly. So it's like, like, instead of like, you know saying I hope everyone is safe he could have even done thoughts and prayers you know what I mean and like it's like I know it's such a cliche but it would have been better at this point the fact that his first (laughs) his first blame it on someone which is not even true because 98% of those of those lands are federally managed yeah so it's it's his fault basically um they pulled they obviously pulled budget away from that but either way i don't even think it's a money issue it's an issue that the climate is literally killing us off the earth yes (laughs) and i mean it's i don't think this is only the faults of climate change part of it is the fact that the state it's like the yeah. urban sprawl is going into unde- like formerly undeveloped land and that's yeah. making it easier for these fires to spread and be more deadly. Yeah. But climate change certainly contributes to it and to the added destruction because the weather conditions in those areas have been hot and dry pretty much all yeah. year round and they're mm-hmm. not supposed to be. Yeah. So that makes the fires way worse. It makes mm-hmm. it spread faster and to areas that aren't necessarily woods. And it's like he has actually cut funding to forest management in his budget that would have helped these fires. Could you imagine Trump seeing the budget? Not that he's ever looked at it, but like, can you imagine him seeing a budget and being like forest management? Yeah, let's keep that in. There's zero chance, (laughs) zero chance that if he actually even read the budget, that he would keep that money there. Yeah, he would be like, it doesn't sound like the military to me. Yeah, I know. And people are fucking dying you know like yeah they're burning to death in he their cars he doesn't even care because they didn't vote for him i'm sure i'm sure he has <sighs> said that in private i mean unfortunately amorosa is not there yeah. to tell us that he said it <laughs> anymore someone else will be the leaker 
Who? Mattis, maybe. Yeah. Mattis well, Mattis is, is like also getting in trouble with this caravan stuff, sending troops to the border. Right. Well, because he should be stopping him. Yeah. I mean, I think Mattis is very not happy with the caravan. But again, when people yeah. are close to him, they can't. There's They have this inability to stand up to him. I just think that like with, uh, there's uh, I wonder if there's a way for us to cover these wildfires in a way that is like remember this UN report that's saying that we had 10 to 12 years to like dramatically change our approach to climate change. Like this is, this is a part of that conversation. Like we just need to like start listing all of these crazy events that are happening that are related to climate change only that have happened within this past year. All these hurricanes, tornadoes in New Jersey, um, fire. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I was at my parents' house and I got an alert that there was a tornado. And I remember I was like, that what? actually. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, we'll, it's here's the thing. You and I, yeah, don't need to list it because we agree with it. Yeah. As does probably more than fifty percent of the country. Yeah. The problem is that the people who actually have the power to do anything don't seem to to care. And the again, it's. Look, at this point, it's just the Republican Party stands in the way of everybody else. Mm -hmm. They submit themselves. They stand up for this asshole who literally doesn't even have the decency to 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 com to commemorate veterans, to commemorate people who are dying in a fire in his own country. He, he blames them. He just has no he has no threshold for compassion. It's, Zero. It's really uh, like like. No empathy. No empathy. He's a sick man. This, I, that's really what it comes down to. He's a sick man. He's a malignant narcissist. Uh -huh. And that is what happens when you have this person governing, governing. And then you have all the people around him who are so unbelievably weak yeah. and unable to stand up and to it, him. Like you, we, it's, it does like sound like hyperbole when we say it. But when someone just fucking does it over and over and over again. It's like, it's there is no other, there is no other explanation it's, for it. It's not hyperbole. Imagine if the boss of your company, me or anyone, <laughs> the other three, you are the other or just any, I'm saying this to anyone. Like yeah. imagine if the boss of the company that anyone works at acted this way, yeah. they would, it would like, they would, there would be lawsuits. Yes. First of all, and mm -hmm. then they would be ousted. Yeah. So I don't even, yeah. Well, so um, there's uh, places you can donate to help. You can um, reach out to the American Red Cross, Baby to Baby, the Los Angeles Fire Department, and the Wildfire Relief Fund, uh, calfund.org. Yeah. Um, if you want to help, these are still happening, and yeah. Yeah, they're st and they're they're not going to necessarily get better because the fires are not completely contained. Mm -hmm. um, so they're, the destruction is going to continue. So please, if you can donate, mm -hmm. um, some of it's really easy. Like for baby to baby, I know you can buy items off the registry if you're not the kind of person who just wants to give cash. Yeah. So um, yeah, we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna come back with some more election commentary. Uh, and if you couldn't believe it, it's pretty crazy. So hang on a sec. With Thanksgiving coming up. Betches has found an incredible way to give back, and we want to help coordinate our community to become more aware around this incredible cause. Garland Benson is on a mission to save his sister, Christiane, by funding a treatment for her and other kids with the fatal and rare condition called Batten disease. What is Batten disease, you might ask? Batten disease is a rare, fatal, inherited disorder of the nervous system that typically begins in childhood. It's a really, we're not going to read you all the symptoms, but it's really bad, sort of like Parkinson's-like symptoms and mm -hmm. often kids, Seizures, psychosis. Yeah, yeah, it's really sad. And often kids will become wheelchair-bound or bedridden and and sometimes die prematurely. So this is a really, really sad 
cause, but a sad disease, but we want to help people with it by working to raise money. Yeah. So Garland has reached over $400,000 uh, towards his goal of raising 1 million by December, 2018. He can do it. Yeah. So to learn more and watch his video, visit www.beyondbatten.org slash hero. And please, if you can donate text hero to five zero one five zero one to donate $10. All he needs is a hundred thousand people to donate $10 to help his sister and reach his goals. So please guys donate. If you can, mm -hmm. it's the holiday season, mm -hmm. please do something for, you know, to help people. Um, you can do that by texting hero H E R O to five zero one five zero one to donate $10. We are back with some updates on the status of some undecided elections. The midterms are not over. Right. I know that it's funny that we thought they would just be over on <laughs> Tuesday. Oh, we're really like, not. maybe Wednesday morning they'll yeah. be over. No, no, no. Okay. So the so basically the, the areas of contention are Florida, Arizona, and Georgia, mm -hmm. but, and Mississippi, which what we'll get to later. What a shocker that Florida can't get it together. There's a civil war. It is breaking out in Florida. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. There's no chance it's not happening there. Uh, like Broward scary. County. Yeah. Okay. So there's a recount happening as of Saturday um, in both the the gubernatorial and Senate elections in Florida. Recounts are required in Florida when the, the margin of, I guess, difference in votes is less than 0.5%, which it is. So Andrew Gillum, who was running for governor, withdrew his concession and called for a full counting of the ballots, which should be obvious, but it isn't. Um, DeSantis is up by 0.41 points. So that's below the 0.5% yeah. threshold. Um, the real action, though, seems to be in the Senate election where Rick Scott is literally suing to not have ballots counted. He's suing the election supervisors in Broward and Palm Beach counties, which are two Democratic strongholds, and is accusing Bill Nelson, his opponent, of election fraud. Meanwhile, he's winning by less than 13,000 votes. That's not including the ones that he refuses to count. Yeah, and, and the other like fucked up uh, part about this is Rick Scott is still governor of Florida, and he is calling for all these things, and he is suing. So it's like... This does not seem like uh, this does not seem very democratic. I know that Nelson has asked for uh, Rick Scott to recuse himself from all, you know, election counting kind of thing, but he doesn't seem to be doing that. And mind you, Bill Nelson has presented well, zero evidence. Yes, that's the most important thing. Yeah. Well, you all know, we a all know how, how well it goes over when one recuses themselves from yeah. something the president doesn't <clears throat> like. Yeah, exactly. But I, okay, I think here it's very clear that the governor race, I actually think that's more important here because how this is all set up for 2020. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, this is not as scary because of this race. It's scary because this is just like a trial balloon yes. for how things will go in 2020. Mm -hmm. And so having a, a Democratic governor there is incredibly important. Yeah. Because, I mean, if, he, if Trump loses his reelection, he's going to cry foul. He's going to do exactly this. They're yeah. going to try to not count votes and they're going to call it fraud. They're already yeah. undermining the fundamental idea of counting votes. Yeah. I mean, that's why everyone just actually has to turn out. But like we said, there's that amendment that, that, that passed in Florida that granted 1.4 million people the right to vote, which is, which had that happened before these election would look drastically different in my opinion. So I feel like they're all scared of, that as well. Right. Well, here's the thing. It's like 
yes, had they voted, but what does it matter if people turn out if they make mm-hmm. it impossible, if they suppress the vote to begin with? Because they're yeah. not, they're the who's in charge of like deciding how many polling places are open, when they're open, like, yeah. and if those ballots actually get counted. Apparently, there were a lot of machines that weren't even being used in Broward. Mm-hmm. And when they started the recount, it took them, they started, there's a, so there's a deadline with the recount, like it all has to be done by a certain time. Yeah, Thursday. They started it four hours late on yeah. Sunday because they couldn't get like one machine to like calibrate uh-huh. properly. Um. So the president tweeted this morning, the Florida election should be called in favor of Rick Scott and Ron DeSantis in that large numbers of new ballots showed up out of nowhere and many ballots are missing or forged. An honest vote count is no longer possible ballots massively affected must go with election night first of all that means absolutely nothing none of that is substantiated anything that he just said must go with election night what he's saying is we must go with the news outlets declaring the victory nothing is final until all the votes are counted what he's saying is you must go with it before it's all done because okay so Broward and um Broward and Palm Beach always kind of they they come in late. Mm-hmm. They're they're just like known to have like to, for it to be a complete shit show. Yeah. But so yeah, he just doesn't want all the votes counted. That's pretty mm-hmm. much what this is. Um. So basically, the Republicans and Trump are obviously, um, alleging that these votes are randomly being found. But according to Florida Secretary of State which is led by a Scott uh, Rick Scott appointee. It's actually not just randomly being found. These are called the votes. Yeah. These are the votes. Um, I know that a judge has turned down some of uh, Rick Scott's lawsuits and being like, this is preposterous. Basically you need to shut up because the whole world is watching. Um, yeah. Like what is democracy? Yeah. What, this is like fundamental that like you just count the votes. And so the votes that they're counting them, a lot of them are provision are from provisional ballots, which we've talked a lot about and also military mail-in ballots. And you, it's not like you can't just not count votes, especially when it's a close race. It just doesn't seem it just it's like it's like so obvious that it's like, what are we arguing about? What's you know? the point of having an election if you're not going to count the votes? Just say this is a dictatorship now. Yeah, we're not counting the votes. <laughs> just uh, say it. Just like I, say it. Yeah, I know. OK, there's two other big ra- two other big um, contested races in Arizona and Georgia. Mm-hmm. In Arizona, Kirsten Cinema, the Democrat, is leading by over thirty two thousand votes as of five a.m. Eastern time today, Monday, um, which puts her ahead by one and a half percentage points. Trump is claiming it's not legitimate. Meanwhile, the and while the Republican committees yeah. were on board at first, they then backed down because there's no actual evidence yeah. again that this yeah. is not legitimate. And because that's because like the majority of people in Arizona vote by mail in ballot. So things are never usually decided day of unless it's like an overwhelming majority. So they're still set like they're, like so they're still counting these right. mail in ballots. It's because they have this this thing that now is occurring to me that is dumb as fuck called signature match. Mm-hmm. Like what my yeah. signature doesn't even look no. the same well so your signature match is basically like when you cast your vote and like you you sign your name in the book it needs to match when you first registered to vote ever so most people were 18 when they did that i remember like my signature was like a thing you know how you like practice like yeah. like you're like trying to figure it out so i used to like go really slow and cursive and write my whole name now i just fucking scribble i don't same. even like i should brs scribble yeah and same. so like <laughs> But, I mean, my this shit is doesn't match. Same. My same. I guarantee my signature doesn't match. Yeah. So that's kind of ridiculous. But 
Um, so basically, there was a lawsuit. Arizona Republicans filed a lawsuit um, that basically it required all 15 counties to follow the same procedure as Maricopa and Pima counties. That And what they do is they allow five days to cure any signature match issues. So basically, they want to solve the problem mm-hmm. instead of pretend like it... Yeah. It's just going to the Republicans. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye on that. That is a big race if yeah. cinema it, wins. It is looking good for cinema though, so right. keep your, keep your like spirits more up. More people want the Democrats in power. Yeah. Okay, the la- uh, okay, one more. George in Georgia, Brian Kemp holds a lead of fewer than fifty nine thousand votes with a hundred percent of precincts recording, but Stacey Abrams campaign maintains that there are enough uncounted ballots that could potentially trigger a runoff and mm-hmm. basically it would have to be the two of them and any third can- third or fourth candidates would be dropped out. Yes. Um so, because if they both, if neither of them hit fifty percent, um, it ha- automatically has to go to a runoff. Yes, and his and Kemp's vote total is at fifty point three percent. Mind you, this is on the heels of massive voter suppression efforts yeah. in the be in before the election. Yeah. So who knows what it would be if actually people voted? Yeah. Um. Basically, the lawsuit is there's a lawsuit there which asked county officials to count provisional ballots from voters who have changed addresses but not updated their registration and seeks an extended deadline to certify the election results, which sounds good. Yeah, so... If they do it. I mean, I hope it goes into a runoff. That would be amazing because um, I really feel like Abrams has the momentum to take this take this back. Especially if all the votes were unsuppressed in the first yeah, place. Yeah, exactly. But again, we have a president who doesn't believe in that. Yeah. Which is whack. Not a very fair system right okay. now. Okay. Should we do one more thing? Yes. Okay, so this is something that I'm surprised, and maybe it's getting more coverage now, but it's getting less and less. So, there is a runoff election happening in the Mississippi Senate race. Um, basically what they had in Mississippi is a jungle election, which means that there's no primaries. All the candidates run on election day at the same time. And if no one hits 50%, like in Georgia's uh, gubernatorial like race, it's national. Um, is that right? That's gubernatorial. Gubernatorial. Sorry. Um, this is funny because gubernatorial sounds like it should be like a candy. I just think goober is a funny word. Yeah. It is. Like goober. Gubernatorial. Uh, um, I think that's from Wayne's world. I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, and so neither of them did hit 50%. So there is going to be a special election happening on Tuesday, November 27th. Um, so the, the, the person who's in the Senate right now is Senator Cindy Hyde Smith. She was uh, placed into um, this place in April because Senator Thad Cochran resigned for health reasons. Um, yeah, it's pretty exciting. The two of them were only separated by just over 8,000 votes. However, there was another Republican who got a lot of votes who has dropped out at this point. Um, so, like, if you look at the numbers, it looks like the Republican would win. But, you know, you never know. We are... <laughs> we won Alabama. Yeah. So why wouldn't why couldn't we not win Mississippi? And also, this also comes on the heels of the uh, the Republican candidate Senator Cindy Hyde Smith making a comment um, that has been deemed highly offensive, um, saying that if someone had invited me to a public hanging, I'd be on the front row. Mind you, this is in the deep south of Mississippi, and she's running against a black man. That's not a dog whistle. That's just a whistle. That is just a whistle. I mean, this is kind of like, to me, this indicates, this is indicative of the blue wave that the Republicans don't want to admit happened. Mm -hmm. 
because the fact that a race like this is even going to a runoff yeah. is a big deal. Yeah. Like that means that public opinion and public favor has swayed towards the Democrats because this is like, this is basically like one of the most extreme yes. red places well, is now even up for grabs. Even the fact that we're having these conversations about the Georgia governor and then we had that whole Beto thing in yeah. Texas. It's like clearly there is a, a, a blue wave happening or people are on the sides of Democrats. Like these are races we shouldn't really be competitive. competitive. Well, hopefully the Democrats don't fuck it up. Yeah. You guys better not fuck it up. Yeah. Seriously. Nancy. So that's something that'll be fun to keep an eye on. So yeah. November 27th, if you're in Mississippi, make sure you go vote. Yes. And my one more thing is actually there's some good news from the midterms. Um, 2018 midterm turnout exceeded 49% with 115 million voters, which makes it the highest turnout for a midterm in 104 years. Young voter turnout increased by 56%. That is, and I can't help but feel like we had a part of it. Oh, I, I think we can take like a 0. 0.5 of a point. Like, I don't know. Yeah. 0. 0.5 of 0. 0.5 of a point. A point but you know what? That's I mean, something. Pe people are more engaged than ever. Mm -hmm. And I think that these next few years are going to be insane. Yeah. If this weekend, this was Trump. This, this weekend was Trump's worst behavior ever. Uh, well, like, this past week, week has been crazy and weekend, but like yeah. particularly this weekend, mm -hmm. because he went to a place where he wouldn't even defend people dying in a fire and he wouldn't even honor veterans. So yeah. that's like the lowest, like how much lower can you go? I know how much lower those like, are like the lowest hanging fruit of things that you can just like pass. It's like firefighters and military. You can't. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. He has no respect. That's He's, so easy. There's I just no like, words. I can't even like speak the words that I want to speak because I've, because this is something I would say about like George Bush. I used like, to, yeah. I used to think that like the person who did PR for like Justin Bieber had the hardest job in the world. The people who do PR for the president and his like, I don't pity you because yeah. it's like, fuck you. But it's also like, that sucks, man. Your job sucks. Ass. But here's the thing. You know why their job sucks? Not because his actions are indefensible uh -huh. because he treats them like shit. And, he, and on top while of that, they're cleaning up. I his know. Indefensible actions. Why is anyone still working there? It, why do people stay in abusive relationships? Yeah. Why do people do a lot of things? I'm just like, I was thinking about this the other day, how in like five to 10 years, people are going to talk about this time and be like, and try and like justify their actions and their whatever. And it's, it's, you can't let them do that. Aren't because, you so happy you're on the right side of history? Oh, I know I am. My concern is that in five to 10 years or 10 to 15 years, there will be someone just as bad as Trump, like in terms of his ideals, but he's actually competent. That's my fear. Well, I, I also feel like no one can do what Trump has done in the sense that, I don't think anyone else can approach politics the same way. Maybe you might, you might be surprised because <laughs> I think he's, I think he's more than, he's not like a Republican. He's not part of the Republican party, the establishment. He's a, he's like a one person. You know what I mean? Like right. it's like people like iconic, iconic, like made him iconic in their heads. He's Can't like, Can't we just give him some sort of award that will satisfy him and then we can, he can stop. <clears throat> yeah. Like can, you're the best president ever. I know. You are so good. You need to quit. I know exactly. It's <laughs> like, we can't take how good you are. Yeah. You got to stop. All right. It's like how, um, I don't know, a really good athlete sometimes stops right at their peak at their peak. That's you. President yeah. Trump. You're so good. Please You're stop. So great. Like, you have to stop. I can't take how good you are. I'll explode. <laughs> All right. 
Until the end of democracy, I'm Sammy Fishbein. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this has been the Betches Sup Podcast. Betches.